Okay. What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to Peace of Mind, Episode Six. It is your host with the most exorcist, and next to me we have Chad G. What is up, Chad, bro? How are you doing today on this lovely, lovely Friday? Of course, it's gonna go up on like Sunday. I mean, but... yeah, <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good here. It's, it's nice out. Some nice weather. Yeah, about time, man. We're finally getting some nice weather. I don't know what it's gonna be like when this drops. It could be. It could be snowing. I don't know <laughs> the way this weather's going. You know, it's supposed to be snowing on Monday. Oh, wow. From what I heard. But anyway, man. man you really let, messed up the earth. Let's talk about <laughs> a, uh, someone else who messed up their career. First things first. Oh, yes. Y-N-W Melly. Oh, that, that, that is a mess of a situation there. It is. It, the thing about, I, I always find ironic. Before I even go into that, let's talk about what he actually did. So he it has two counts of homicide, uh, first degree murder. And the people that he killed were his own friends. People that are a part of the uh, YNW uh, gang, if you so, so to say. What's crazy to me about this is that this guy, <laughs> he made a song uh, called Murder of My Mind. And which, yes, he did. <laughs> which came out two years ago, so two years before this happened. And which he had said that uh, uh, there's that, a homicide, that he didn't mean to shoot him. Uh, but he gonna load his gun and cock it. He gonna load his gun, cock it back, and shoot him twice. And that, uh, that the, the body fell to the floor. That was a teardrop in his eyes. He said, "Am I gonna make it?" He said, "No, my friend. It's time to say goodbye." Oh my God! <laughs> yesterday, you know what I was just talking about yesterday, bro. I didn't realize. I mean, I knew the song. I knew. I knew it. was on the front. I didn't start putting two twenty coming up. <laughs> You think he was listening to his discography? He was listening to Murder My Mind? It's just like he's getting some ideas? Maybe, man, you think maybe. He's been plotting for two years on this. I think he's been, it's been stewing away in his head. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, you know, and I, I hate to be that guy that points out his last name, but his, his name is Jamel Demons. And yeah. his, his, and his uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 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 mugshot. The, yeah, mugshot. His mugshot. That demonic. Oh my god! Smile, that man. smile. That that is a haunting smile it, right it there. It is. It's like he's looking into your soul. That's how you know he did it. If there's any, if there's any, like skepticism if he did it or not, that smile. A company of demons. The last day of demons. And the song. You know. In the song. song. Yeah, the, the evidence is adding up. None of that's probably can be used in court, but. The evidence is adding up. I, that's that's public that's public uh, perception right there, bro. That's true. And you know what's t- terrible? I mean, it, it is what, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, but I was I liked his music, man. I, I was really feeling some of his music, man. Uh, uh, I shine, we shine, we all shine. I, I thought that album was pretty dope. If it was an album on the next day, I thought that was pretty dope. You know, I am you. I thought it was a pretty dope, uh, you know, project. So it's a shame that you know you can't grow out of that mindset of that life and it's also shameless it's also your friends too man yeah yo trust no one you it's never know who doesn't you know who really has your back and obviously he did not have theirs yeah that that's such a sad situation it is all around because because not only does he take away the opportunity for him to, to have a better to make a better life for him and his family he takes away from people in the community because he can help people in the community with him with him uh rising to fame and having a bigger platform, and he just threw all that away, and now he's gonna be in jail the rest of his life, probably. Man, these are the people that you grow up with as well, man. It's like you know, these are people that you was with in a playpen in a sandbox, you know. So it's just crazy to think about that, you know, that that line where you know loyalty is being tested and there's nothing 
really set uh, set in stone between these two people. Well, between these, there's actually three people. So mm-hmm. between them, it's a sad story. Sad story, man. But we're gonna move on to a little bit uh, something not as sad, but just as spectacular. Ti's diss track oh, to yeah. Floyd Mayweather. Now we can't say the name of this diss track, but if you just look up the Ti diss track, you can find it out. Um, it's too explicitive, so we really can't say it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> did you hear? Did you take a chance to listen to it? I didn't listen to it yet, but I've seen oh. I've seen Floyd, I've seen Floyd's <laughs> response to it though, and that, he did not write that. He did not write that oh, whatsoever. Like, Okay, so I didn't see that response to the problem. But what I did see, I saw 50 Cent making fun of Oh, yeah, I, bro, I, saw I saw that, that too. I saw that. And that, I'm pretty sure he might have wrote that one. He might have wrote that one. Yeah, oh, my God. 50 Cent, 50 Cent just stays on Floyd. No matter what Floyd does, 50 Cent is going to be on him. 50 Cent's the king of petty. Right, and he was the king of petty, in my opinion, ever since... Even before, like, not, not before Ja Rule, but it was after Ja Rule, really, when it was that, because... To be fair, Jabba got jumped. <laughs> to be fair, he got jumped by he everybody. Did. He did. But when 50 told uh, 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 Floyd to read a page at a Harry Potter book. <laughs> oh, my God. That, was, that right there was that, a golden gun, bro. That, that's a checkmate right there. <laughs> Floyd, Floyd didn't know what to do. You, you can't come back from that. That was one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite dishes bro, of all time. That he had that one. <laughs> he had that easy. But look, for those of you who don't know why even T.I. would be Shitting out a diss track to Floyd. Let's let's break it down for you. A couple weeks ago, and we actually touched upon this, I believe, in the last episode. Gucci mm-hmm. released a Balcavo, which looked a little bit like blackface. It was like a minstrel, the minstrel uh, show, mm-hmm. and it wasn't cool. And so a bunch of different celebrities, uh, Ti being one, Soulja Boy is another one. They all kind of came up and said, "Oh, now we boycotting Gucci." And as far as I know, that's who buys Gucci. I mean, I don't know any other people that buy Gucci besides rappers, yeah. for real. Yeah. <laughs> rappers and wannabes, that's all I really know. So, <laughs> to me, that, that's, it's, it's, it's a good boycott. But did, now, didn't he say for three months they were boycotting Gucci? Did, did he not? Did he put, like, a, a time limit on it? As far as T.I. goes, I don't know if he put a time limit on it. Because I saw some, that might have just been, like, misinformation. But I saw some people saying that it was just for three months that they were going to boycott I Gucci. for three months. I, I hope T.I. didn't do that. Come on, Tip. Don't do that. But, uh, you know, Floyd, and, uh, among others, Kodak Black is another uh, notable one. Mm-hmm. He's saying that black people are reaching. See, I, I feel like I feel like with, with Floyd and uh, Kodak, I, I don't know. I feel like, like just based off of, like, past interviews with them, I feel like they're they're more for themselves than for the community. Like, they, they, I mean, there's nothing inherently wrong with looking out for yourself, but... I, I, but I don't, when you're a public figure, I don't think you should be making like statements like that. Well, no, no, I agree. I think that uh, they have to understand that they do have responsibility to the public, especially because the public is pretty what pays them. I mean, yeah, and especially like when you're like a prominent figure in the black community, and then somebody, and then a lot of people are saying like this is racist, and then you're just going along with no, it's not. Like you're reaching, you're just discrediting their experiences. And and the thoughts and feelings, and you because you don't want to take offense to it. Like, like you could find it not offensive, but that doesn't mean that it's not offensive at all. Like you could you could like both these things could be true that you don't think it's offensive, but then you could also see why other people might think it's offensive. Now, do you think they don't they don't think it's offensive because they don't know? Honestly, honest to God. Honestly, I think they might not because like like we we've seen Kodak interviews, and I, I'm not gonna say he's. He's uneducated, but I mean, like, some things, I, 
I don't know what I don't know what his education level is. I don't know what what they're doing down in Florida. Yeah. And, and and we see from from Floyd trying to do um trying to do some ad reads for for a radio station. I Heart Radio. I, I Heart Radio. Uh, he struggles sometimes with uh, <laughs> with reading. So I don't I don't know how educated they are on 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 history and these topics. Yeah, man, that's the crazy thing about it, y'all. School's important. Stay in school, folks, or else you won't end up like them. And I don't mean end up like them and with the success, bro, because that's rare, all right? It's rare it is that rare. you think that. You need a talent, too. You're going to be dumb and getting made fun of. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to be dumb and untalented. That's hey. just what's going to happen. But let's actually go into the meat and potatoes of this show whenever we got the news portion out. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the blog era of hip-hop, but I kind of want you to spearhead this conversation just because... When, when you look at when you look at X's uh, pot, uh, iPod back in the early 2000s, or I'm not sorry, early 2010s, mm-hmm. you know that, that turning of the decade, you're not gonna be finding a lot of rap on there, man. <laughs> You'll find some, and I, I'll, I'll be like, oh yeah, I did listen to this, so this is a banger. But you got to refresh me because most of the time it was, you know, pay for plagues, uh, bring me the horizon, 30 seconds to Mars, skillet. Like these, I was just to the bands, man. I was mm-hmm. I was going to Warped Tour, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Into that pop punk scene. Yeah, I, I used to. Yeah, I used to be heavy in the pop punk scene, bro. So alternative rock, and that was me in the, the turning of the decade. So I'm really what you spirit this conversation, and kind of guide me on what what, what sh- should I go back and listen to, and just have this uh, overall conversation. Well, what what spurred this conversation is it's the 10 year anniversary of So Far Gone being released, which is Drake one Drake's mixtapes that like that basically like boosted him into the mainstream before his before his first album, and. He dropped that on Vlogspot. I think like 2009 he dropped it, and like that was that was revolutionary, really. That like artists were just dropping these like fully formed projects, like for free, and they had creative control of everything. It felt, it it, it was it felt like a time where hip hop was evolving, and artists were trying to take more ownership of their craft and their art, and you could really see that. How, how it's reflected in, in some music. Like, you had Wiz Khalifa's uh, Cushion Orange Juice. You had... That was a banger. You had Big Crit with Crit Was Here. You had uh, Kendrick Lamar with... Um, what's his mixtape called? Uh, uh, before, before Good Kid, Mad City. Section 80. Yeah, Section 80. You had Currency. You had XV. You had J Electronica. You had all these artists, like, popping up. XV. Throw back to XV, though. I do remember... Cause he sampled Kingdom Hearts 2's opening, mm-hmm. and uh, for Sanctuary, I do like everybody live for everybody. You know that joint? Yeah. That was a that was a bigger to me. That was a bigger to me. So I gotta give him credit to that. But you but you had like all these artists just popping up, and they all developed like their own like like pretty niche, but like like rabbit fan bases. Like they 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 forced record companies to take a look at them and and like sign them because they're just putting out such great content on their own. And for some of them, like, like getting signed just boosted them even more. Like Drake when he when he signed the Young Money, and then he and then he just skyrocketed to like one of the top rappers in the game. And other rappers like Big Crit when he signed, like I wouldn't say his quality necessarily went down as much, but he was kind of like put on the back burner at Def Jam, so you didn't you didn't really hear from him as much, and they didn't boost him up as much as he probably needed to. But then you also had people like. Like Wiz Khalifa too, who, who his career, his popularity skyrocketed afterwards. But some people would say that his, his the quality of his music 
His yeah. sound. Yeah, his like, sound. Kind of changed a little bit. Yeah, his sound changed after being signed to a major label. So, like that that time was like very transformative in hip hop, and I think it, it's what formed it, it's what formed like the DIY aspect of hip hop that is that we see today with SoundCloud and everything involved. Because yeah, people dropping stuff on like Dat Piff, Spinarilla, uh, like what, what are some other sites? You remember, you remember uh, I mean, Spinrilla was the one I used to go to for real all the time. That was the one of my homeboys. Shout out Tyrone used to put me on. Uh, and I was the dude what I used to get all my rap from was from Tyrone. So uh, Spinrilla was my joint. Any other one, I mean, I don't really know. And like, it, like some of the hip hop journalists like back in the day too, like 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 rappers and like the in hip hop journalists like they work with like bloggers. They work with them like hand in hand to to help like promote their stuff. Like they would give them coverage and they would boost them up and. It was like a like a feeding system basically for symbiotic both, relationship. Yeah, symbiotic relationship. Like like the journalists got more recognition because they're writing these great stories on these artists, and then the artists got more recognition because they're in these publications like the Source and and the Vibe and um, and Hip Hop DX and all these things. Okay, well, a couple things I want to kind of take from that is aside from you know you got your obvious answers like Drake and Kendrick. Uh, and maybe was J. Cole part? Would you say J. Yeah, Cole? Yeah, J. Cole too. Friday Night Lights. Um, who would you say was one of the most influential in the blog era then? I, well, I think like Drake, obviously. I was about to say, I guess, uh, besides, besides the Drake. Uh, I think Jay Electronica. I think a lot of people thought that he was gonna he was gonna blow up big, but I think he just he just wasn't consistent enough with releasing new music. I think that's what really like did him in. I feel like if he just stayed consistent, then. He would be a big star even today. Because he does have a, a special uh, sound that it's, 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 it's almost like it's hard to replicate, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't want to say that it's, it's truly unique because like, I can't think of the artist right now, but he definitely does sound like someone else. But it's just the, the way that he has his delivery mm-hmm. and the lyricism that just follows that. It is, it is a special dude. It is, it's just crazy that you know, he doesn't really, <laughs> really spoil more music. Yeah. But he does have the sauce, though. And the crazy thing about it is even though he does release a lot of music, You'd be hard pressed to find someone that doesn't at least respect the name Jay Electronica. Yeah, and I'm now that we're talking, like I saw like so, a few more names, like Chance, like came up during this era too. Yeah, uh, Acid Rap was one of my Acid dogs, Rap. bro. I wasn't allowed to listen to that in the house, bro. My mom heard uh, Cocoa Butter Kisses. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> she like, oh, like this, that. This what you be listening to now? Like, it's like you got picked. You, can, I can't even listen to uh, Thirty Six to Mars. Thirty Six. I can't even listen to um, the Kill. The Kill. You know, it is break me down. Or I can listen. Nah, 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 nah. Oh my god, that's a, <laughs> which bring which me one back. you want? <laughs> which one you want? <laughs> and then uh, like ASAP Rocky came up during that time. Schoolboy, well, I guess Schoolboy Q. You consider? I, I feel like that's more like. I don't know. Uh, I feel like Schoolboy Q was like like high school for me. So maybe like the freshman year of high school. That was like twelve. What twenty? 13, maybe, maybe maybe towards like that like the the later stages of like yeah, that era, yeah, yeah. maybe. But you had ASAP, you had uh, Smoke Dizza. You had the whole ASAP. Yeah, the whole ASAP, whole ASAP crew. Yeah, that, nah, bro. That, yeah, that was. Yo, when, they was hot, bro. They was hot. When, when, they actually went the Warp Tour too. That was lit. <laughs> when, when, when I remember the first time I heard Peso. Yeah, Odd Future. Yeah, Odd Future. Odd Future Tyler the Creator. Yeah, OG Tyler the Creator. Sweatshirt, boy. Your yeah, Earl sweatshirt. Earl sweatshirt was nice. Oh, throwback. I get, I get you. I get you. I feel you, man. Cause even though I was mostly with some on my alternative rock, there was still a lot of um, 
you know, artists that would actually come up with a war tour or something like that. So And even even Cuddy too. Like Cuddy was like involved with that too. But he was a little bit before. I mean, I, I, I think he was he before. Still, yeah, he still did you know shine during that era? Uh, because like I said, everyone you know they had was the Dark Side of the Moon. Was that yeah, the album, like that? I think so. Yeah, uh, everybody had that when they playlist, man. So I, I I'll give you that. But I do. But I feel like he was before just a little bit. And like Wale, no hands. Yeah. Roscoe, da- I don't know where Roscoe Dash is. We gotta find Roscoe, Roscoe Dash. Guy, bro. We gotta find Roscoe Dash. <laughs> Yo, my boy Roscoe Dash. Big Sean too came yeah, out. Yeah, Big right? Sean Waka. Like so, so many, so many artists. Like I think, I think a lot of times in hip hop, we think of, we think of uh, the eras as just being like, like eighties, the eighties, like hip hop, hip 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 hop, don't stop that. And then you, and then you have the, like the Run DMC era. And then you have like the gangster rap era of like the the early '90s, and then you have like like the like the bling flashy rap with like P Diddy with like these expensive music videos, and you had Crunk, and then you go to, I feel like, I feel like people overlook the like the like the blog era of hip hop, and then and because cause now we're in the, the SoundCloud era, yeah. I don't know I don't know what you would call it. I guess that's the only that's the name that's coming to mind right now, like the SoundCloud. I, I definitely era. would call it the SoundCloud. Era. You know, I think once you, once we got to the blog era, you know, we had we all the genres of rap that we come with known before, they really started becoming like all really prominent in their own little niches. So you had people, you know, um, like J Cole, like Kendrick, like Big Sean who could spit some kind of consciousness. But you could also have Roscoe. You have Waka Flocka, like you were saying, who made this just hype. You yeah. know, no hands. What do you mean, no hands? Uh, I go hard in the yeah. paint. Oh, Ace Hood. Uh, <laughs> nice. Ace Hood. Ace Hood. I come wimping for you with handguns. Yeah. Exactly. You had all these different types of uh, these styles and genres that all kind of fit to make one unified hip hop. And I think now, as we go to the SoundCloud era, that's still it's still here. But we actually introduced more different types to it, or more different subsets to it. Yeah. Like we have, you know, um, alternative rap in, in a sense, where we combine, you know, my favorite things with alternative rock, and then you put it in rap. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get, you know, your X and your uh, Uzi's Pete and your Uzi and, you know, uh, and, uh, Juice World and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That's where you're getting these individuals. But at the same time, you're still going to have, you know, your hard type of just hype. You know, with well, rest well, not rest in peace, but basically rest in peace six nine. <laughs> basically, but he's uh, still kicking. <laughs> uh, I don't know for how much longer. Don't knock on wood, but I don't know. You got your twenty one set. I don't know if you. I think you would have considered him part of like the sound player. Nah, I, I would call him part of sound player, and I also consider him uh, um not even more hype. I think he kind of uh, blends genres for him. I mean, you know, he got hype music, but at the same yeah. time, you know, you can you can kind of vibe with some of the stuff he's saying. Like, yeah, he's he, he's somebody that's very versatile with his music. Exactly. And it's a good thing that they finally free. I mean, they don't really free him, but they freed him. Yeah, he's I mean? not. He's not in custody anymore. He's not being held in a detention center. And that is one part of news that I kind of forgot to bring up. My bad. But it's a good thing that yeah, we, we talk can, about it now. Yeah, we can talk about it now. It is what it is, bro. Podcasts don't got no form. We just got. <laughs> <laughs> we we got no notes. This is exactly, right? This is it's off the dome. I mean, we had like we we talk about what we're gonna do, but yeah, then we we're do. like, oh wait, <laughs> I forgot. But, but I mean, I mean, even freestyles like they they some of them write that stuff down beforehand. Exactly, bro. They, like yo, we straight up the top, boy. Straight up the top. <laughs> it's like nah. I mean, <laughs> all right. Anyway, anyway. But staples anyway. don't you don't you don't rap on uh you don't, you don't do rap you, you only you only rap this way. You, you hear that? <laughs> yeah, you hear that interview where he said that? <laughs> yo, Vince Staples is another one though, for real. Oh yeah, Vince Staples Vince too. Staples is another one. 
Cause I remember uh, uh, uh what was it? Hell can wait. That oh. album right there, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Well, not even the album. That was just a project. That joint was hot. Vince Staples, one of my favorite personalities in hip hop. Like consistently, has the best interviews. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's real, hundred percent. Definitely, 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 definitely. All right, so everyone from the blog era, right? That's not popping right now, and you want them to be popping. Well, someone that was, they were popping, you know what I mean, and then they fell off. Who would you pick and why? If you could put them back up, put them back on. Well, I gotta go with Big Crit, like Big Crit, like my favorite. I feel like Big Big Crit, and he he was like neck and neck with like J Cole and Kendrick for a little bit, and then they both just like skyrocketed in popularity and kind of like left him behind but he still held his own like big crit still critically acclaimed like people that know about big crit like they hold him in a high regard and i can't think of a single bad project i mean yeah, that's I, project I, yes I, I might not like this wasn't better than like you know fab is a mighty long time or from catalactica or you know whatever but it's still a solid project yeah he just puts out like consistent like consistently good to great projects like every time like, he hasn't put out a trash pro- project. Like, even, like, his EP that he just put out, where it seemed like it was just, um, like, basically, like, scraps from, like, his album that he didn't put out. Like, that was still quality. Even even if it wasn't, like, his best, it wasn't him at his best, it was still quality work. And I feel like, like, he's somebody that's also, like, very versatile, too, with what he raps about. Like, he'll rap about, like, cars and girls, but then... He'll rap about some like conscious stuff. He'll rap about like racism and like systematic racism and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But I feel like what's what like really held him back, honestly, like was his it. accent. Well, his, yeah, his label and the and the accent too. Because like, because they're they're having people from the south that succeeded. Like as we've seen, we saw like Lil Wayne, we see Ti, Young Dro. Yeah, Young Dro, Outkast, obviously, yeah. Atlanta. But like the Mississippi accent, it's like it's different than than the other one. Sometimes it's, it's a little harder to understand, like everything he's saying. It's like a different twang to it. I kind of thought that adds to his charm. It does. It for some people it adds to his charm. But like I, I've I've talked to some people and they're just like they can't get past the accent. Yeah, but I feel like if you get stuck on that, bro, like that's yeah. Like Soul Food is one of my like, I got like a top like top ten favorite songs. Soul Food is in that is in that is in that top ten. Uh, just and that's just songs across all genres. Yeah. And Phil, for you to not even like just to get turned away from his accent and not even pay attention to what he's really even talking about in that song, like, like come on, bro. The vet, I, I I will hold the vent up. The vent is dope. With like one of the too. best songs the past decade, like that song. That song is amazing. Like you listen, you can listen to that. I think you put that song like any era, and it'd be and it'd be amazing. Like you, you can release that now, and I feel like it'd be a hit. I think if you release it now, it would be under a different category, though. It wouldn't. It would be under uh, the art, the art rap type of stuff. Yeah, that's why. It has I, that. It has that feel to it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you would. I feel like it would have been more successful now if he was coming out. Actually, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I don't, don't get wrong. Soulful, you know, uh, uh, and uh, like my, my favorite album is Catalina, so that's why I like. I always talk about you know stuff like that. Um, but Soulful, that, that's not really something I would say would be in art rap. But like so, I, I think he's like his style kind of defines a different couple of you know genres. Want to say I think he just has a message that you want to listen to. Yeah. So he's not necessarily saying this just you know oh this he will succeed right now just because you know yeah. this genre or this style of rap is kind of popping off. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that. But I think he might have succeeded more now because 
there there's there's a bigger avenue to being independent because that's where he, i feel like that's where he's had his most success when he's away from his label like i thought forever is a mighty long time was his best project in a couple years and that yeah. was his first album after he left def jam and i think that's probably his best album that he's released like after his mixtapes like forever is a mighty long time is right up there so i feel like he's he's one of those rappers that he doesn't need like a ton of like different like studio heads and like executives telling him what to do and messing with his music and stuff he needs to just be left alone with his music and be able to create and i feel like now like you have like the most opportunities like ever to be able to do that to create music on your own that's fair that's fair you know for me if i have to you know if i ask uh, my own question to myself and the question i'm talking about uh, pertaining to the who i'll kind of bring back i want to see what we're already doing you know what i mean yeah, um, Rory's another another guy. Know, Indigo Child, I believe that was the name of the album. Uh, that was one of my uh, favorite albums, to be honest. You know, I loved. Um, he actually had a song on Whoop the Credit on that Forbidden Knowledge. You know, oh that yeah, was he my did Forbidden song. Knowledge. Yes. Um, and then I can't I can't even think of the other one, but it's the, it's the, it's that it ain't nothing to do with them tears in the trap. I think that's what it's called, tears in the trap, something like that. Trap tears, trap tears. He he reminded me of of, of Andre three thousand. Exactly. He, he had, had a nice little. Uh, that kind of nice little flow that goes yeah. with it, you know what I mean? He had a, a talent where his voice could actually carry the whole song, whether it was with rapping or whether it was with singing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I loved about it, that he had that kind of feel to it. Yeah, it's a shame that with like some of these artists like don't don't blow up as big as you think that they should, because because you like you see like because you, you look at like the landscape of hip hop, and there's there's many talented rappers, but not to discredit like any rap any other rappers out there. But like, you're like, there should be a place for them too. Like they yeah. should be able, like they should be being boosted up. And for whatever reason, like that doesn't happen. And uh, you know, uh, real quick, I mean, because you said that, I don't want to take the time out to shout out my homeboys. Shout out Clayton O'Hara, just cause you know, go check out my boy SoundCloud, Clayton O'Hara. And then shout out my boy Kevin Bones, bro. He just dropped a project on SoundCloud the other day. That first track, all it was, I, uh, uh, text me, bro. That first track, text me is a straight banger. Go check out my boy Kevin Bones on SoundCloud, man. You know, you got you got a shot. You got a shot. Yeah, you, you, got, you got a shot. You, know, you got to help them out. Um, especially because like what you're saying, man. You you the, the landscape of hip hop is so hard to break into, mm-hmm. but there are people out here that are making actual good music. Yeah. That making people that this is something that people want to listen to if they had the access to, to it, or if they you know they knew about it, they was getting promoted like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like there's it's it's like the landscape of hip hop now is like as saturated as ever, but it also there's also like more avenues than ever too to break into yep. hip-hop and there's more opportunities for people to blow up big like all you need basically is one song you need one song to catch on and then you sit on, yeah one night <laughs> yeah one night and then look at it look at him now like his career took off in fact Callion fox you know who they are uh, the youtuber and a meme maker i thought that was his song because I heard that song in the meme first you know the, you know what I mean? i'm talking yeah. about like when he come when he uh come up and uh you know the song he's like Oh, I'm just trying to smash for the night. Yeah. And then the girl looked for Finn, like, and he's like, I thought he was, um, you know, that was his joint. I thought it was his mm-hmm. joint. And then I found out, okay, this is, this is someone named Lil Yachty. Bro, all you need is for one influencer yeah. to like your joint. What's it called? Uh, uh, Kylie Jenner was bumping Kodak Black's um, uh, 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 skirt. And that's, how, that's actually how I found out about it because I didn't listen yeah. to Kodak Black at first. At first, I, I mean, I, I knew it because I he had that meme with the car, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where he just looking like yeah. So, yeah. so I knew it. I just never actually listened to him. And then you know, uh, uh, somebody I don't remember who it was, but one of the uh, girls I'm friends with, 
she was on Snapchat, she heard that song and was like, hold on, who, who the heck was that? <laughs> like, like, skirt, skirt, like, hold on. <laughs> well, what's up with you? I thought that joint was fire. Mm-hmm. And that's what gave me an opportunity to look at it. But again, it's because an influencer, she said, you know what, this is dope. I'm going to share this. I'm going to put it on my avenues. Mm-hmm. And let's see if we can get people to like you. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is now. As, as saturated as it is, you really only need just one person to like the right person to like your stuff. And like on that same note, like I thought, remember that one song, Skirt Skirt? Yes. I thought that was going to blow up. I, I thought that too. I thought the guy, I, I don't remember his name. I'm I sorry. Don't I don't remember. Oh, Dear Silas. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dear Silas. I thought that song was going to blow up because that meme was everywhere. The, the Dexter, the Dexter one. Like, I thought that song was Say heat. Again, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, oh man, oh man. Yeah, that was, that's a shame. But ju- it's just as easy as it could. You gotta make sure you're actually taking that and doing something with it. That's when it that's comes true. Um, to your own personal branding. Yeah, to your I tell marketing. this to all of my uh, artist friends right now. You know, it, at, at some point, it isn't just about the music anymore. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, the music, the art, it's, it's the, that's the purest form. That's that's what it needs to be about for you as well. I get it a lot. But at the same time, you need to work about you know how you're branding yourself because that's what people care about. Can they align with your brand? Yeah, and like, and now like that, that just brings me back to we were talking about this the other day with Wale and why he didn't why why he like fell off because because he he did a couple of interviews and he kind of had like a I I, I want to say a bad attitude, but like. He, he said some things where it seemed like he's blaming like other people for his downfall. Exactly. And and people don't like that at all. So he, his like his his personal brand like took a hit. And now like while while still releasing quality music, but like people aren't really checking for him like that anymore. Exactly. I mean, I still listen to Wale. I still like Wale, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't just make one of the if you if you if you have a song in my top ten all time list. I always check on you for new music, bro. Mm-hmm. So I do check on Wale, but at the same time, it's like. You can't, you, you you can't expect other people to still be like like listen to me like that when you say something like that, controversial, mm. and don't stick to your guns. Yeah, I feel like he's he's like a misunderstood like uh, person. I feel like he's like very emo- I feel like he's very emotional. That's that's what he is. Like he, he just says what like what he's feeling. Like it's like much like Kevin Durant. Like as you, and you see the problems that that comes with Kevin Durant, where if you criticize it, like ten people could. Could be given him praise, or let's, let's make it even bigger. Like a hundred thousand people could be given him praise, but one person could be booing him, and he's not going to hear the hundred thousand people that are cheering him. He's going to see that one person that's booing him, and that's just going to stick in his head, and he's going to confront that one person. On Twitter with the fake account. Yeah, on the on Twitter with the egg account, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I I don't know, maybe something about the DMV because they're both from from there. I don't know. What do you say? I mean, I knew Wale was, but I didn't know. I yeah, Katie, sure. Katie from from the DMV. You're from the DMV too. We don't call it that, bro. <laughs> I'm from Baltimore, all right? Is, I'm from that... Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I am not. I'll be real with you. I didn't really know what the DMV was. I thought that the Department of Motor Vehicles. That's how I thought. <laughs> until until I came to Philly, because I mean, the white people in uh, York they wasn't calling it that. Yeah. Um, talking to Philly, it was like y'all from Baltimore. I was like, oh, you from the DMV? Like, does nobody in Baltimore call it? What, what bro, you call, no, we, we from Baltimore. You just say from Baltimore. We from Baltimore, bro. We from Baltimore. You you got like a nickname or anything? You know, no, like Charm City, Baltimore, Harm City. We don't say Charm. 
Harm City. Harm City. Murderland. Body more Murderland. Like, <laughs> like we don't we don't listen to DMV, bro. Like I did I did not know what that was. People go people go, oh I know Baltimore. I've seen the wire. <laughs> hey, I've seen the wire. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. How often do you get that? <laughs> what do you when you say you're from Baltimore? <laughs> Oh, uh, no, you know, people always like, have you been to the place where the wire was? It's like, well, I- ironically, yes. Like, <laughs> ironically, like, you know, my dad, you know, he grew up in some of those places, you know what I mean? Um, you know, going down to the uh, the harbor, bro, like, just being in that, around that city. Yeah, I'm, you have, yes, you have to have been to around some of those places because they filmed in very popular areas of, uh, you know, Baltimore or, or, or it's, it's hoods. And how, the, and as, we're, as we tend to do on the show, bring stuff full circle. But think about think about how uh, Y and W Melly, and then you think about Wallace in the Wire, and <laughs> and you have the perfect analogy to what I I think went down in that situation there. And you hit him with the wee boys. Yeah. The wee boys. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's exactly what went down there. Bro, that's the though, that that is one of my most all time favorite scenes in the Wire as well as um. You know, Snoop. Uh, 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 I think what's his name, Michael. When Michael kills Snoop, he's like, "You, you look good, girl." Oh, That's yeah. what I'm all the time. Just because, like, for Wallace, it was his innocence, and you, you really got to see at a moment where innocence was punished, mm-hmm. and that's something that um that's really happening in our in our inner cities that we don't we don't talk about. Because all right, you think, oh, yeah, they're kids; they're supposed to be innocent, but in this case. This is an innocent kid being punished for his own innocence. And that's such like a heart wrenching scene yeah, exactly. too. Because he's just he he's just a kid, and and then he's just like oh these we are boys. your friends these are your friends just, you grew up with them and you see like the innocents leave him you see that right before he gets shot like that, it's, that gone. Realization. it's gone it's gone yeah the realization like, the last bit of innocence that he had is gone yeah Bodie ish right yeah Bodie he went out like a, he went out uh, uh, like a fighter at least I mean he kind of got this. Like, I mean, I can't even say he went out like a fighter because he went out paranoid. Like, <laughs> remember, because, like, he was, he was just shooting randomly and then, you know, homeboy came out of the cut and just pow, right into his head. So that's, what, that's what does him in the end, like, the paranoia. Yeah, the paranoia, that's really what did it. That that might have been what did YNW Melly in. That, yeah. that might have been the paranoia. Yeah, maybe, because, you know, he turned himself in. He did, yeah, he did. So he, maybe, man. He might, have, he might have been hearing some some whispers from people. Maybe, maybe he thought his homeboys were pawning on him. Dang. And then took him out before. We don't know. Bro, this is just a sad just, situation. It is, man. It is. Yo, one of the reasons why I like that Chris scene. Or not Chris. Is it Chris? Was it Chris? Nah, it's definitely Michael. It's definitely Michael. It's not Chris. Chris was ruthless. <laughs> so it's definitely Michael. Uh, when he when he, when he goes stupid, though, it's just like, it's, it's, it's not that innocence thing. Because Michael, he had that same kind of innocence where he didn't want to, like, He's always asking questions. Like, oh, why we got to do this? Why don't we just do this this way? I mean, that way people don't got to get hurt. It's like, oh, you going to... You won't want, oh, we gonna go in there, we gonna shoot up the place, whoever come in the back, you gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. And then he saw the little boy run out back, yo, he didn't do it, like, yo. And then it's like he has that, like, he still has that kind of innocence, like, you know, I don't wanna, I'm not doing this. A and then you see, coat. but then you see where his innocence is lost, but in a different way, where it's, I have to survive. Mm-hmm. She's going to kill me. Yeah, it's kill or be killed. Exactly. Survive the fittest. It, it, so that, it's just two different ways on the take of innocence. And I, that's why I love those two characters, and that's why I love. Uh, you know those two scenes and what they represent for it. Mm-hmm. There's the the innocence loss and he dies, and the innocence loss and you know the good the good part dies. Yeah. But I wouldn't even say it because he's still a decent character. But at this point now he has that blood on his hand. Mm-hmm. And and my professor in in my Tupac and Hip Hop Revolution class, Professor Aaron Smith, he's saying like 
he had like a PowerPoint on, and it was like Tupac at seventeen, where he's just like uh, he still he still some of his innocence. Like, Tupac has he he never really was fully in like fully as innocence because he's always been aware of like the world because his mom was a Black Panther and like FBI yeah. was chasing his whole life. But you you could still see like some optimism that he had in him. You still you still a little bit like bright eyed. But are we gonna say optimism is the same as innocence though? Nah, I don't think so. Well. Uh, uh, Cause I feel like I could be optimistic about being able to change the future. Yeah, that's true. Being able to change the future. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into uh, that after <laughs> just after I finish this thought. But but as you're saying, um, but yeah, like you see like Tupac when he's it's like image of Tupac when he was like 17, when he's like optimistic, and then you have Tupac like probably like when he's like 23, 24. And he's like all he's he's all tatted up and like he's like all, like thug life and everything, and he's saying and he's saying how um how he he see he he sees kids go from far too often go from like being like that optimistic like seventeen year old to coming back in a couple years, and then that's basically gone because they because they've been exposed to like the like the horrors of the world, mm-hmm. and he's and he said like we have to do a better job at like. At, like not letting that happen, like not letting the, like the like the darkness like take over. And I wouldn't say that that's the case for Tupac at all, really. But like darkness took over him. But he, if I want you to think it darker, his music did get a lot darker. I mean, they have to, it has to do with a lot about politics and death. Yeah. You know, you know, if I want to equate this into something, you know, like a video game, I would say that he is Riku from Kingdom Hearts. But Tupac. Yes, yeah, so he's someone that <laughs> had went into this darkness. And match the what he would do, consume it and turn it to light. Yes, yes, that's what. Yeah, I think that's 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 what makes Tupac special because he he did, he he leaned into the darkness, but he used it as you said to, to 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 bring light, to shine light on on subjects yeah. and things that he thought were important. And they're still important. Like it's like some of his interviews. If you listen to him, he's like seventeen. He sounds like a prophet, really. Some of the stuff that, that that's happening right now, like he predicted it almost. Uh, and you know what happened to prophets? Oh yeah. <laughs> the soldier boy theory. Soldier boy. Theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you want to explain why I uh, had to let you know about changing the world and optimism? Oh yes. Want to explain that much? But before the show, we, we were talking about this one movie. This trailer came out. It's called Yesterday, and the the premise is basically the singer he he um. He's like a very he's, he's he's not very successful. He like hit a wall in his career basically, and then and he's a big Beatles fan. And then some supernatural event happens. I don't know what what it was. I never explained what happened, but something happens and nobody in the world knows who the Beatles are. No no clue who the the singers who the band is like nothing. So then he's like, oh really? So he knows all these Beatles songs. So they're his now. So then he becomes a big star off of it, and and uh, yeah, he's because because he took. Right, cool. I'm gonna let you finish, but uh, I was talking about last night, bro. Oh, oh. Well. I was talking about when I said my uh, when we was on the show, new show formats, Thursdays at six to seven. Uh, <laughs> Got wires crossed there. And, you know, I, I was talking about when I was reading my Tinder profile and t- trying to like, oh, my goal is to change the whatever I said, whatever I said, I don't remember. The dream is to change the world. You said I was corny. I am not gonna live that one down, bro. I That's said the profile I was, was corny. 
Not 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 you. Bruh, all I'm saying, I got a girl. <laughs> Flex on him. Shade. Flex on him. Shade. Flex on him. <laughs> I walk around like that. <laughs> Alright, okay, okay. We can go and continue to that uh to the yesterday. That was the movie was called. Yeah. Um we're gonna continue on to that. And instead of our song of the week that we normally do, we're gonna spruce it up a little bit in light of that. So instead, what I'm going to ask is if you could create any song that's already been made and you can go back and you could be the one that makes it, what would you choose? This is gonna propel your career. Make or break time. What would you do? It's one song too. It's not it's, it's not the song. entire discovery. It's one song first. But this it's something I launch you. Gotta launch you. It's true, that is true. I feel like I feel like I do some I feel like I do a Drake song. Which one? Hmm. What song would I choose? Uh, uh let's see. Well you go first. Let me let me think about this. Let me think about word this. like that, bro. <laughs> let me think about this for a second. If I get you okay, so keep in mind you know who I am, all right? You know like I said, twenty to twenty tens, I was listening to art rock. The song that I would choose to propel my career, The Kill by Third Sex to Mars. Mm. And that, bruh, I might not have the voice for it. <laughs> but yo, if I can write that inside to somebody, I'm about to be the most famous songwriter for real. That's, and that's what I got. I know I know who does have the voice for it. I know how it can work. And that, that's what matters. I think I think either Find Your Love or uh, forever. I better find your love. I feel. Like, I feel like find your love and catch forever, on. You need. To, you need to have features with that though. Well, yeah, forever. that's true. Forever. So but probably find, find your love. love you got find. That. Find your love. See, cause, cause I can. I can get to all my other songs that I want to do, but I need a launching point first. Exactly. And I find your love. I feel that that's gonna blow up. It's gonna catch on. And you know, like, I see. For me, that's so. That's just so many of those songs. Like, like, mm. and I wouldn't even stick this to one artist. Like I said, I'm going to take 30 Seconds of Mars, bro. I'm going to take The Kill. I'm taking Attack by them. I'm taking uh, uh, From Yesterday by them. But then I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to Pierce the Veil. I'm going, <laughs> uh, I'm going um, A Thousand Sleepless Nights. I'm going King for a day, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> please, won't you hit me for the last... Oh, I can't say that. I'm about to beat that. <laughs> That's my jam, bro. That's my jam. Yo, like Mortal Man. If I want to have like a song with like substance, like Mortal Man by Kendrick Lamar, like that song's a twelve-minute song. So you, you need yeah. some like cachet to do that. But that song's like that song. I think it's like a perfect song. Just like, everything together, the Tupac interview at the end. Like that, I feel that song will put you on the map because people will be like, you gotta check this guy out. Yeah, that is a hard song though. Okay, 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 okay. It is around that time that we need to start wrapping it up here. Anything else you want to say? Any closing statements you got for us? Nope, I think that's it. All right, all right. Savage is free. Yep, so yep. we ain't got to say that no more. I'm not, I ain't going to say free YNW Melly because nah, he did that. He did that. One like, <laughs> he yeah. did that. You got you to gotta live with that. Nah, yeah, he got that one, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's about all the news. Actually, that is one thing I got to say, bro. Yo, that 6 9 meme where he was like, yo, I, I gave y'all 21 Savage. Can I go now? He's like, nah, you still got 47 years. <laughs> you ever heard of uh, YNW Melly murder my mind? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That joke's out, bro. Anyway, listen. Thank you guys for coming out to check out the show. Make sure you do leave us some video and voice comments as well. And share this up. You can share cool things. So we're talking about Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, if you got it. 
Reddish. Reddish. MySpace. Definitely Reddish. No, hold on, MySpace. <laughs> Tumblr. Tumblr. Pre- uh, Tumblr. Eh, Tumblr. Aim Messenger. Yes, <laughs> aim. Bro, you got that AOL, my guy. Let's go. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to do that, but do it somehow. <laughs> it's for your boys, the Black Axis. Chad G. And we are gone.